Thank you so much, PBS Radio. So here we are back at it on the Wednesday. Questions and answers with the Elohim. Sources that are speaking through Terry Brown, who's a channeler, and have given us many profound answers in the past. Welcome, Tarmananda. Thank you. What was your question that you wanted to ask me? Oh, what happened Monday? I called in Monday and it, and it wasn't there. The call wasn't there. Yes, we but were he, there. I think he, we were on uh, live on Monday. So, um, did you have the wrong number? Did you dial the yeah. wrong number, maybe? Yeah, the same number. I called several times, but so I had to listen on BBS. <laughs> well, there were several people here on Monday, and I haven't heard of yeah. any problems. Huh. Okay. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. John from Las Vegas. Welcome, John. Hi. Let's see. We have background noise. I just oh, muted it. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, how's Cherry doing? Uh, I guess still the same. Still uh, there in the uh, Revolution Center. And I just talked to him a couple of minutes ago. And he was she rubbing better? her feet. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if she's better or uh, not, but it's, it's uh, I guess, very slowly getting better. And she's planning on going home, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if she's getting all her vitamins and minerals every day. I cannot answer that. <laughs> but I believe that Wynn is taking very good care of her. Yeah, okay. And if you're listening in online through BBS Radio, thank you for being here. Today it is July 6, 2022. And right after this one-hour gathering here, questions and answers, we go over to our whole planet healing call, and it will also be broadcast by BBS. I welcome the next caller. Please say name and location. Hi, hi, it's Bonnie in California. Welcome, Bonnie. Thank you. Thanks for being here.
And at this point, we wait for more people to call in on the conference call. We are at the clock of six. Happy Wednesday, welcome. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi, it's Jeannie and Citrus Heights. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you. Hi, Jeannie. Hello. Is that Bonnie? Yes, it is. Hi, Bonnie. Did you get my text? <laughs> I did. Not I'm you, so confused. me. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. It's not you either. It's, uh, I don't know why I was told I had a different number. <laughs> I don't know. Life uh, is hard, but uh, very, very beautiful, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked that video. Hi sent it to me. It was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Thank you, Hi, for sending that video. It was very good. Yeah. Well, I submitted a question tonight, if that's what we're going to do, about that very topic. So we'll see. Well, oh, okay. I know it's, oh, it's going to be a replay tonight. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. It is going to be. Well, you know, um, um, Terry, Terry needs needs to rest. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and I really don't want to enforce her. You know. Did nope. you have someone else join right. in? Right. Have Hi, someone else is... joined in? Hi, Joan. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Joan. Thank you for being here. All right. So we're going to start off in just a moment, and I cannot find the replay that Min wanted me to play. So I'll play a different one. Let's see, play um, October of 2014. <laughs> what about it? Uh, October. I can't remember the date now. In October 2014, that was when I asked my first question. Okay, okay. Except, you know, I, I can find uh, only a few of the recordings. There should be many recordings, but I don't see them. All right. Anyway, I'll, uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you for the listeners on BBS Radio. Like I mentioned, we will go right after this show over to our daily Whole Planet Healing Conference call. And Tonight, on Wednesdays and also on Mondays, BBS does also broadcast the Whole Planet Healing Show. Thank you, so hi, hang in there. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hang in there after the hour if you're interested. Muted. The recording has started. So today it is July 6th. 2022. My name is Gijs Minderhout, located in Northern California. Ben and Terry are still taking a break as Terry is recovering. And we will be playing a second. 
and that's a replay from out of 2009, November 25th. Okay, this is Wednesday, November 25th, and this is our Wednesday night question and answer session. And those of you that are tuning in um, and listening to the playback, this is a night that I forgot to announce it to everybody. So we have a bunch of regulars on the line, and we've been just spending our time. Um, what are we doing? Are we shooting the the breeze? We're just being relaxed and talking about things. And we've made up some questions that um, we're going to ask Terry. And I was starting to say something, and I said, you know what? I should put this particular thing on tape so there's a record of it. And some years ago, actually. It was probably in 2003, early on, and when Terry first started channeling, and I was trying to convince myself that she wasn't making it up, I started asking questions about other people. In fact, I would call some people I knew, and I said, hey, I'm having this unusual experience. I'd like to ask a question on your on your behalf. And so I would ask a question, and they would answer it, and they really seemed to know about everybody. They could tune into people. And um and see their patterns and sometimes they were remarkably specific. And keep in mind this is when Terry first started showing the Elohim or the voice that identified itself as the Elohim. And I was just trying to convince myself that they were real. So I had asked the question then, and um, and it took me a long time to integrate their answer. But I said, when I ask a question on behalf of someone, does that make a connection with the Elohim? Um, and the answer was something like this. They said, it creates a track because we have to go look at that person, and it creates an energy track when we look at the person. And so because it creates a track, if the person chooses to reach back, they can reach back through that track and connect back with the energy of the Elohim. So the reason I bring this up is because there's been different times when we've asked really um, mundane questions or ordinary questions like... Uh, and and some people think that since we're dealing with such a high source that we shouldn't ask those questions. Or on the other hand, if if we're dealing with a high source, why would they bother answering it? Why don't they go out and make a planet somewhere, another galaxy? Why are they worried about whether so-and-so should break up with their boyfriend or um, so-and-so else? not having any money and are losing their job and, and being concerned about it. But yet they answer those questions, at least to the best of their ability, keeping in mind that they only see things, this is how I've learned this, they only see things as energies. They don't, they're not in the physical realm. And they don't have a complete understanding of pain and suffering in this realm. 
Um, the raw group does, so we get both both of them. So the raw group is able to cover that aspect of understanding the kinds of pains and hurts that people go through in this realm. But the Elohim group, it's all, even though they're watching us for billions of years, they'll probably make some comments about this. Even though they're watching us for billions of years, they have never taken on bodies. In fact, the ones that take on bodies usually get stuck here. So they're just staying in their safe area up there. And they observe us, but they can help us. And they, they can help us by coming into the um, matrix of our own energy fields and helping us. Right now as I'm talking, I think some of you on the line are feeling the energy shift because when I talk about it, they start doing it. And suddenly, I, I mean, I'm experiencing this energy on the top of my head and I'm experiencing them coming into the field. And just by saying they're coming into the field, they're coming into the field. And so this is something I've just been trained or just by doing this for the past seven years, I started to learn that as long as I was in a group of open people that wanted this to happen, they would show how they showed up and they would start showing up. And 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 it took me a while to believe that other people were having this experience as well as me. But I've come to observe it enough and it's consistent that those people that check into the line and and uh, may not happen the first time, but to do it regularly, even if you're in the background listening in, um, will many of them will eventually have this experience of how it feels when they come present into the space. And um, and it kind of validates it. Now, you know what? If I had this experience and somebody, it took me a while to be sure, or to, you know, to be as sure as I can be, because I don't see them, but to be as sure as I can be that when I'm having this experience, they're in the space, and that's them. And it was very interesting because uh, last week, I dropped somebody off in a house in Sedona, and there was a guy visiting, and he was sitting outside, and we started talking. He started telling me about um, how he sees all these angelic presences around him, and um, and that, you know, that they when he gets in the car, they sit in the back seat of the car, they accompany him and all this stuff. So he was talking to me about all that, and I started to mention to him a little bit about my experiences. And I said, hey, maybe I can bring them in. Would you like me to do that? And I didn't, you know, I'm sticking my neck out because I don't know what's going to happen next. And, um, I mean, the thing is, is when I say this is occurring, I always run the risk of somebody saying, I don't feel a thing. What if you're a nutcase? Well, <laughs> so far, no one said that, although I'm sure people are thinking it's somewhere out there. But, you know, I'm sitting with this guy and I do my little, um, calling in the energies and, you know, doing my little meditation that I learned how to do of bringing in the light through your body and, and the two of us becoming uh, merged or, or, or combined and bringing in the higher sources to combine with us. And we did that. And afterwards he said, 
oh my god I saw millions of lights all around me in other words this guy I don't see these things I can feel energies but I don't see individual souls this guy apparently was actually seeing the individual energies coming in and um, and and then he called his friend who introduced us and it's like a week later and he says they haven't gone away I love this now, of course they haven't gone away because he likes it. They would never, ever intrude on somebody because, um, you know, unless they wanted that experience. So this is why somebody that's new, that's listening, uh, and you come on and you don't have this experience, you have to keep, you, you may be scared of it. You know what? It is a little bit scary for some people to think that there's a bunch of really positive energies in other realms that can pay attention to you. And you know why? Because they have things they're ashamed of, and they think, I hope nobody notices that. <laughs> and so you have to get over that. They don't really care. They're very forgiving. So whatever you're guilty about, is they're not going to judge you for it. But I think that the idea that you can be observed by energies in other realms when people hear about this for the first time, it can be a bit scary, because that's what they think. So that's why you don't have that experience the first time you're on the line. So now Temperance is going to say, when, why don't you stop talking and let them talk, okay? So um, I'll do that. But Temperance, you see what I just said? When people listen on the line... That will really help people integrate what happens next, okay? okay? It kind of like builds the anticipation. You follow? Yep. I'm not, I'm not doing it. You know, I do enjoy, when they're present, I do enjoy talking. And, you know, because I can talk and they can be present, there's, there's a communication that happens through that. Because since I'm not channeling, I'm just being human, it's like, I'm being every man because every you can you whoever's listening you may not be able to channel you may probably won't be able to channel and you probably won't even know somebody that channels in your personal space and if you do know somebody then you have to worry about am I sure they're positive you know but everyone listening to this has this potential of connecting with their energy and I can feel them around me on and off, on a, you know, through, through the day. And I know Terry can also. So you don't need to channel to connect with the energy. Um, and so that's one of the things about me talking, because I've learned to feel them, even if Terry's not channeling, and I've learned to be able to connect the energies just by myself with no verbal coming back. And I can even feel their energies coming back at me when I, when I don't hear a voice. So it's kind of special to be able to have that experience and at the same time have them be a voice that speaks through Terry or through Daphne, okay? And so those of you that are listening to this, this is a, you might notate this as a rather special experience that, and, and at least pursue it and see where it goes because it's not easy to find this kind of experience as a human. So on that note, um, 
So we have two questions. One is about the dimensional shift and ascension. The other is about sex. And um, I haven't muted everybody. Anyone else have a question? Yes, I oh. do. Who is that? Uh, this is Asa from Toronto, Canada. Hi, Wayne. Uh, what's your question? Uh, further about ascension, um, when those of us who will be um, transitioning to fourth density, um, would we still be in a position to help those who are remaining in third density? And also, um, do we need to be concerned about any attachments to the physical realm, um, such as with the phenomenon of um, what we call ghosts who who hang around um, hey, so and, and don't move on? Were you on the line at the beginning when we started? Have you been listening in? Um, I arrived a little bit late, and then I got disconnected, so I had to call back in again. So I've been in and out. So did you hear what I said about ascension at the very beginning? Um, part of it, I think. Because maybe I should repeat it. I'll repeat this, because we were talking about this, and it's, it's important to know this, that um, according to my information, and I'm not saying... That this is correct, so you have to just take it in and just keep it in your computer. There's a dimensional shift taking place, and the the, the realms are going to separate, and that a part of us are going to end up in a higher dimension, and most people, they said 80%, are going to repeat this realm. And um, that those people that graduate from this realm, there are two ways of graduating, and for a very few people, there's going to be a physical ascension. And in order to qualify for a physical ascension, leaving this realm in your body, all your chakras have to be open. Not 100%, but open probably more than 50%. All the way down from the root chakra to the crown chakra. And if that's not the case, then you're not going to qualify for a physical ascension. And a great many more people will qualify for the way they termed it, an astral ascension, which means you'll die a death in this realm, and your astral body, or your next body that comes in, will be in the higher dimensional Earth. So we were going to ask a question about that, um, in terms of once you do that and you end up in this higher dimensional earth, there's going to be a difference. Like, are people with physical bodies going to remember stuff that, you know, and people with astral ascensions not remember? Or will everybody remember? And um, the key to this is, and, and, and I say this because I've watched people who have, watched my work, paid attention to my work, and they start thinking, oh, well, I'm going to ascend so I don't have to worry about anything. It's almost like 
the less you think about ascension, the more chance you probably will have because the more time you'll take to be of service. And being of service will help open up your chakras. And it's like, if you create yourself to be a one of the, a person that is, oh well, I'm saved. And it's almost like the saving of yourself gives you the opportunity to help a lot of people. And if you don't do that, you're probably, you should double think about what you need to work on. Because the being of service to people is actually something that helps keep you open. Alright? Does that make sense? I think so. So, you know, you can know about this, as I look at it, you can know about this potential in your mind. And, um, if, if it's going to happen for you, then you'll say, oh, that must be it. I must be leaving now. Okay, I can feel the energies on my body. And I would imagine that when we do these conference calls and we bring in the energies of our sources and they start working with people, they're giving them a little feeling of how it feels to open up the interdimensional. Now, another thing they said in another reading, this is interesting, that certain people will have the predisposition to leave with their bodies in a group where they wouldn't have done it by themselves. Because in that, the key is, is in that moment, you know, see, we create an, a, a, an energy on these calls. So maybe one day I'll be on the call and then suddenly everyone will disappear, and I have to get new people. <laughs> I, I'm, listen, I don't think that's going to be the way it's going to happen, and if it is, I'm not going to tell anybody. But I remember they did say there will be people who put groups together and can hold the energy kind of as a, for other people. Because the key to this is it's about expanding your hologram right now into the place where you would end up so that your energy field is already in the place where you want to, you, you would go. And if your energy is in that place, that makes a predisposition to go there, a potential to go there. And if your energy isn't in that place, if you still feel you're in this place, then the chances are you're not going to have that kind of um, release from this realm. And there's, there's no judgment about which way you do it. I'm sure they're going to love talking about this. So on that note, let me call in the light. And uh, Asa? Yeah. You know what? Write down your question now, now that I did all of that. Temperin said, I could hear her thinking. She said, ah, when, why are you talking again? You said you were going to start, cha you know, the channeling. <laughs> <laughs> so... You triggered me on the on that because I wanted to say that before I asked your question. So now, give me a question. My question or temperance? No, no, Ace's question. I have. Uh, my question was uh, like for those of us who are graduating from this realm, would we still be be available to help those who are remaining in third density? 
at one point they said people will be going back and forth. But you know what? Everything changes. So I don't know what the answer would be now, so I'll ask that question. All right. And I, I did start the tape recorder. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone on this line, any negativity, be taken to the higher realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of our galaxy to our bodies and into the center of the Earth. And right now we invoke a group consciousness, a braiding of our energies, and still retaining our own individual selves. And we ask the Elohim and Ra groups and all those positive energies that are working with us to, we invite them to join with our energies and create a protected space that only positive sources can penetrate and anything not of that can, has to leave now. And do we have a source present? Terry, are you on the line? We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are pleased to be with you this day, the 25th of November, 2009, the day before your Thanksgiving in some countries which we are reaching. We know the softening of the love bonds between the individuals as the holiday grows near and individuals are expecting getting together with their families and the love light is shining brightly on the North America continent to do with this holiday. We are pleased to be with you and to sense your questions and concerning ascension. Right now, you are in the third dimension and what you do here and now in this dimension will forecast and set you on the track for your future. When you move into the future, you need a track, much like the truck driver needs a road in order to carry his load. Once 
you make a track, it is harder to change the track. So what you do here and now will determine your future and where you end up. Concerning memory, memory is curtailed by the veil in that one sees, senses, experiences the surroundings where one is. When one is sensing in all directions, in the hologram, in this 3D, then these are the stimulation, the sensors that trigger his mind and sensory perception. When these senses are triggered, The memory of the past lives are eclipsed. These memories are always, even though submerged, available to one as one has a track with those experiences, those thoughts those senses, and one can, even though one is several lifetimes or even millions of lifetimes apart from that, can remember and recreate the memory. One might think some non-sequitur someday and wonder, well, I wonder where that came from. It could very well be a thought triggered by a sim similar circumstance of an ancient memory. One may retrieve these memories by not invalidating them, but just noticing them and setting them to the side as if a marker and then the blanks between different markers will fill in eventually with memories and one can remember one can get to the place where they remember their track their path as a continuous path that they have traveled down. When one leaves the body they and goes into the astral body, they leave the cells behind if it is a death experience, transition. The cells carry strong memories also, they carry memories of pain, for instance, and may 
move or become metamorphosed into a different shape as an old person may become wizen and shrunken. When they leave the body, then, they are able to move back in time to their body as they remember it when it was beautiful and serviced them well. So, yes, one does carry memories, although they can become eclipsed even on the other side or in the other dimensions. And one may then still be able to retrieve them. Part of it is focus. If one is not focusing on those memories or that whole area of memory categories, then they will move into other categories of perception, even in the fourth dimension. To remember the third dimension then would refocus them into the third dimension or the particular incidents or categories. The same is true in the third dimension. When one has a memory in the third dimension, it may not be a sequitur, but may be triggered by something. These memories then refocus the individual to another time. And there can be another category of memories wherein something has been ingested in the mind, which is not of the person. And then they don't agree with it. And yet, it's in their mind, and so it's very confusing. So, let the memories be there. And maintain your focus in the now. So, you, in a sense, are then doing two things non-linearly. You're in the now, but you have the memory and welcome the memory and just let it be there and it will like a sliver perhaps be in the process of festering then and then working itself out. One may get very upset as it seems like the mind is taking over. But if one goes through the whole festering process and allows it to be there and released, then it can eventually erase. And 
bad memories can then resolve in the good that has happened on one's past track then becomes apparent and useful in one's life as experience one can draw on and have learned from. Do you have other questions? Okay, I think you've answered the question about memory. And in other conversations that we've had, we talked about um, astral ascension and physical body ascension. And for astral ascension, one which means you would die and then you would end up in the fourth dimension, um, the requirement was that your heart chakra would have to be open slightly more than half. And for a physical body ascension, all your chakras would have to be open. Um, so for some people, opening up all their chakras, and this, this is the question, well, how do I open up all my chakras? Part of it has to do with being grounded on the earth, which is your root chakra. And part of it has to do with your sexual chakra. And if somebody was going to aim for wanting a physical body ascension, and such a suppose, you know, how, and obviously times are going to get hard and people are going to feel less secure in their root chakra. And certain people are not going to necessarily have a partner to express their sexuality, how would somebody cope with these kinds of issues if they could? And maybe they can't, but if there was a way to do it, what would you suggest? The individuals in the third dimension have more uh, focus within their body system and therefore are afraid of letting it go. We do not have a body. We have an energy body. Um, but we have a broader view of things. There are better bodies available. And this, of course, is a transitory thing. One may wish to take one's body with them, but to take one's body with them, they need to essentially be unafraid of losing one's body and they need to be in total control of their body. And many individuals, perhaps 
the most individuals on the planet are not in total control. Their body is, to a large degree, controlling their life in that it is a limited vessel in walking uh, somewhere or um, it cannot do things that the astral body can do, such as levitate and fly. The bodies within the third dimension are more rounded and heavier and they are holding the individual in many cases. For instance, in a, a clear example would be where an individual weighs 500 pounds and is having trouble negotiating that body when we, we do not have the same perception or need to hang on to a physical body, but then again, we do not have one. Now, the raw group has previously, and we are speaking now uh, with the raw perception, one may feel very, very uh, faint-hearted about letting the body go, but when one lets it go, one can experience a great delight and freedom having left this carcass behind and now having much better freedom of movement and abilities when if one were to take one's body with them, one would have to have control over the body and not have the body being in the main control over them. Is that the end of that question? Do you have farther? Well, the question, I don't think you addressed this. It had to do with sex or sexual expression and sexual chakra. And um, if one, how would one deal with that if they don't have a partner? One may shut down their sexual chakra, actually whether they have a partner or don't have a partner, but when they have a partner, then it helps them to open their sexual chakra and does give them more control over this area of the body. And when they have a home and are grounded, this gives them more control over this area of their life so having the chakras open means 
also the ability to negotiate with the whole chakras. So it does help to be open and to have a partner, although there is different qualities of partner relationships. And so just having a partner and having sex does not qualify one for having control over this chakra and the, having the ability to cohabit with another allowing free will. There is a fine tuning that is needed would one move the body with all its chakras into a position of love and control and planning of free will. Okay. Um, I do know that one of the questions that people have is they have people that they love in this realm and they're afraid that maybe they would leave and the person they love would get stuck or they would get separated. I would guess that if one is truly, truly loving another being in this realm and they're in a loving expression, even if that person does not understand all of this, um, the kinds of things we're talking about here, that the love would be a thing that would cause, could cause that person to also graduate from this realm because the love will hold the people together. Uh, if it's truly love, if it's truly energetic connection with another being. Um, can you comment on this? That would be true, that if one so truly loves another, then they may project that love and bring in other love and lift the person in tone and frequency so that they would indeed follow into the other realm. Okay, thank you. Now I'm going to ask a question um, about the uh, paying attention to the negative. Obviously, we have gone through a lot of questions and understanding about how the negative from other realms influences this realm, how it creates potential traps for people, and how many people who are of a certain new age disposition, I don't know if that's the right word, and other channels even, never address the negative. And, um, as, and there's a thought that if you pay attention to it, it will create fear and that it's better not to pay attention to it to protect oneself from that. And my own feeling is that for me, for doing the work I'm doing, if I did not understand how the negative worked, I couldn't do this because 
um, I would be too, I could fall into a trap and wouldn't even know it was a trap. So, what is the balance? There probably is not one answer fits all, but can you make a comment on this kind of um, issue? Thank you. Uh, the negative is we make a broad statement here. It's very often an individual trying to work something out wherein they may have gotten discouraged with being honest and forthright and are falling down the scale of responses to a to heck with you response as they have given up in their caring. So the earth plane will respond to them and teach them lessons. When one simply gets into the vibe or puts out the negative vibe, when one even duplicates the negative vibe, they can then be catapulted into that frequency of negativity and can pull in similar frequencies of individuals who are negative and can then have negative consequences. For instance, when one has a negative experience, and we are generalizing here, but let's say the experience of getting a ticket, then for driving too fast, say, and then they go, oh, heck, how could I have gotten this ticket? I didn't know there was a policeman there. But if they review their thoughts, there may have been some thoughts, well, I'm driving too fast, and, you know, I'm on, on my cell phone, and, like, how, you know, I think I can get away with it. It's like, but then there's this fear that they can't, and they pull it in right on top of that. They pull in whatever they are afraid of as this vibe goes out nonlinearly to their surroundings. And other individuals also, although they do not know consciously, somewhere within their range of frequencies, within their field, this 
vibe is going deep, deep, deep. And if they are a policeman watching for speeders, it's going to click on his sideboard. Therefore, when the conscious reality, consciousness, consensus reality is guided by the news and guided by explanations that people hear, then everyone comes to the same conclusions because, say, science says. Science says there's going to be an earthquake in California. Science says this, that. And so consensus reality then goes beep, beep, beep into everyone's consciousness. And even though they aren't consciously making it happen for themselves, it's placed there by being in their field. So one then, the more they become aware, can ramp up their vibration to a new level which can bypass consensus reality. And then they begin to ascend at that point and leave consensus reality behind and begin to have more control over their own life and their own future and their own track. And they can begin to have more control over which realm that they are in and which realm they are visiting and which realm they can then travel to and then come back from. That's your answer, yes. Okay, next question. Uh, for those who would be graduating, would they still be able to help those in 3D that are stuck here? Yes, they would be able to. However, they need to have, again, it comes to the question of control over their own mind and facilities and complex, their own matrix. Because would one come back to help? It has been said they will, when they come back, they will appear in the sky as perhaps not seen, but as an energy that can help change consensus reality and can be there to guide individuals as they then themselves leave and travel to the higher dimension. So, yes, the individuals can come back and help, and the more control that they have, 
the more their chakras are open, the more control that they will have, the more the their heart is open, the more control that they will have over their matrix and their life and their relationships with others. So would they come back as an energy and visit people that they cared about as an energy form? Yes. That's how it would work. Yes. And would they have enough control, they may then appear in their form and be seen by others. Mm -hmm. And, let's see. I had asked a question that had come up previously about people um, getting into a group and then disappearing from this realm in a group. Is that still something that will occur? We leave that um, to probabilities. It is a possibility. However, it is a minor possibility. I see. Unlikely for that to occur. Yes. Okay. Are there groups on the planet right now that are working very closely together, maybe living together, making that would that would have somebody that would channel in that group that for that particular group that might be a higher probability? I said how that might work. There are groups that are more advanced than other groups and are more knowledgeable than other groups. And we do not speculate upon your the answer. Okay. Well, I think those are my questions for this evening. And the questions. All right. So here we are back live. I hope this was interesting information that was talked about. Next, we will go over to our whole planet healing conference call. And BBS will broadcast this episode also right after we hang up over here. So stay here if you're listening in on BBS radio. I want to mention that there is a lot of information available as well as the phone number for the different conference calls on the website www.thespiritchannel.net. There are many recordings from channelings on that website and there is a search bar where you can fill out a topic that you are interested in and also all the phone numbers for the different conference calls are available on that website i thank you all for having been here and we hope to see you at whole planet evening let me open up the phone lines Unmuted. Thank you from Seattle. This is John. I thought that the conference was live there for a minute. That's okay. I heard the date. <laughs> you, you know, I it, swear it, it, it's it, 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 it,
I thought it was live, but uh, when I heard the date, I said, oh, God, it's not live. <laughs> all right. So we will move over to Whole Planet Healing. And thank you all for having listened. And I hope to see you next time. Thank you very much. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. Welcome to BBS Radio. Welcome to Help Planet Healing. Would you like to state your name and location? Yeah, this is Gretchen in Mesa. Hello, Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hello. Hi, Gretchen. Good to see you here, Tom. Glad you made it. And welcome to all of those listening in on BBS radio. Thank you for your participation. Thanks, guys. You're welcome, Tom. Vin, can you speak? Because you were sounding pretty much in the background. Make sure your sound is okay. Snuggy up to your mic. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Thank you. You sound good. Hello to everybody on BBS. Don't go away. We're warming up. And and we're not going to do that with Terry tonight. Because... Um, I'm not there, and I tried to, uh, I want to make an announcement, a couple of announcements, and really prepare for it. And, and I just called Terry, and, um, she didn't answer. Okay. So, unless she calls in herself, which is a possibility. She probably won't be on the call. Well, we'll miss her. Yes, we will. She'll probably be on the call in the spirit. All right, 7.05, Jackie is here. So is Cecil. Bonnie is not yet here. She was on the earlier call, so hopefully she will join in here shortly. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to state your name and location? Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome. Hello, dear. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Bonnie. That's what I mean by shortly. (laughs) All right, so Jackie... Uh, let's mute the phone lines and I'll wait for your voice. Okay, hold on a second. Muted. Hello, okay, hello. Hello, Jackie. So, Vin, do you want to open up and then give it to Jackie? Yeah, I'll open it up and I'll send it over to Jackie. Okay, okay so July 6th. Here we go. The recording okay. has started. 
This is July 6, 2022. Everybody everywhere, whole planet healing. And if you just happen to drop into our call, um, uh, I'll say a couple things about it, because this is not a normal radio show. And this is a co-creation. You know, many of us have the idea that there is such a thing on the other side, as another side. But very few people have a clear picture of what happens on the other side. Believe it or not, our group has a clear picture. And the reason we have a clear picture is because we have been having verbal communications with what might be the highest source in the universe, the Council of Elohim. And they exist in what might be called the God Realm. And they're a group, and they monitor the entire universe and come when they're called. And you can't believe that when you first hear it. I wouldn't anyway. I didn't. And even when they started talking to me, I said, is this for real? It took me quite a while to say, uh, it's for real. And one of the things that convinced me, there were many, many things, and I'm not going to try to talk about them on this call. It's not the purpose of this call. But one of the things that convinced me was they had, they said they had this ability to project energy into this realm. They said they were like energy units. They didn't have bodies. And they could expand to as big as a galaxy and contract to as small as an atom. And uh, our realm is in trouble. And they want to help. But as I learned, they honor free will. So they need to be asked. And as we asked and we saw the various miracles happening, I said, we better formalize this. And that's why we're doing this call, to ask for various interventions in things that are going on on our planet. And we're going, Bonnie Penners is going to read an excerpt of one of our conversations with him. And, and we read that every night. We do this call seven days a week. And the people that are doing it are all volunteering. And uh, we don't charge for this work. Very rarely, minimal amounts for this or that. But in general, things are posted online. And they're done live. And you can hear us talk to them. And, uh, and, uh, and decide for yourself by the content of their conversations. And on that note, I turn it over to Bonnie. Or Jackie. <laughs> Thank or you. Or Jackie, Ryan. excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. No, no worries. I'm answering to Bonnie lately. No problem. 
Well, I'd like to thank everybody who's joining us on our call tonight. And, uh, of course, we have a special appreciation on Wednesdays because we have our uh, BBS radio listeners also joining us and adding their energy to our efforts. Now, Wynn had a great introduction uh, about our our call and the sources that come to us. And these sources are the same higher dimensional energy beings that contacted Winfrey some 20 years ago. And as most of you know, this interdimensional partnership has continued to this day, utilizing the communication skills of his partner, Terry Brown. Now, these sources have indicated that they are adding their energy to our requests on this call for healing. They're paying attention to every single person who's listening to this call, whether it be a replay in the future, if you're on the radio, if you're on the call, if you're reading a transcript. And they are adding their energy to our requests for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us while always keeping in mind, of course, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed. Now, let's officially begin the call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil. Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We say ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protective space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of our call, we usually have Winfrey and Terry Brown joining us, and we know Win is here, so let me welcome him back to see if there's 
any additional information he'd like to share with us tonight. So, Wynn, are you there? I'm here. Okay. And I still don't think, I don't think we have Terry on the line. But, um, just to say a few words, it's hard to conceive of what this actually is the first time you're exposed to it. And it's, it's more than you ever believed you would have access to in your lifetime. But you have to pay attention to it for a little bit to, uh, to believe that and see if we come up credible to you. We do to many people. And, uh, and I think that's all I'll say. I mean, uh, the, the purpose of this call is to create a group energy with our sources and send intentions for positive outcomes for many of the situations and circumstances that are happening on our planet. Okay, so back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn. And yes, that's one of the things that's so special about the Whole Planet Healing Call. Over the years, um, in fact, if you go to the spiritchannel.net, you will see a couple thousand channeled messages full of um, timeless information, and wisdom, and they've given us a lot of guidance on exactly how to be effective in putting forth positive energy into the world in such a way that we actually have an influence on making this world a better place, a more positive place, lifting the consciousness of our planet and our entire matrix. So. We urge you all to go to the spiritchannel.net to um, catch up on all of that great advice we've received over the years. But in the meantime, we have a special feature on this call. We join Bonnie from Corona, California, and Bonnie's familiar with the channeled messages archived on the Spirit Channel. And we have the benefit of hearing one of these messages or something from a compatible resource read for us every evening. So, Bonnie, what can we look forward to tonight? Hi, thank you. Well, let's just get right into it. This is a call that took place July 25th, 2011, and the title or the subject of the call was The Connection. And so after Wynn called in the light, we have a greeting from Ra'on through Carrie. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator, 
This is July 25th, 2011, on planet Earth. We welcome the contact with each and every person that wishes to make contact with us, and we are available. We believe this subject is the connection, and we as Ra'an are speaking as the voice through Terry Brown. We make connection. We are available, and we see religious groups who are praying and who are praying fervently who expand up from their crown chakra five feet, four feet, six feet. And they are seeking so hard to reach connection with all that is or God. And we are a part of all that is. And we are multidimensional and are available. And we do hear prayers and we do work with the individuals who are praying and we do make the connection. However, many individuals do not believe since they cannot see the response. They cannot see the energy that is responding. They do not know for sure if they have connected. So the ones with the faith that they have connected do make the connection. However, in order to better sense that they have connected, they can use the following guidelines. There can be a sense of fulfillment. A sense of being heard. There can be an experiencing of a particular energy, a tingling within the toes, or a color, a light pink color. We are, we see connection is made. We can sense what individuals are praying for. The more fervent, and the more intention behind the prayer, the more the person seeking the change that they are praying about, the more the prayer will penetrate the dimensions. It will not only be heard by us, but it will be heard by all that is. And it will set synchronicities going to help affect the change. Not only with us, there are millions of us, so we can put a lot of shoulder weight behind the prayer if the prayer is for the highest good of all concerned. If we hear a prayer and the prayer is not for the highest good of all concerned, then usually the intention is not as strong. However, If it is very strong, we do not put our shoulder behind the prayer if it is not for the highest good. That is where witchery and some of the lower forces come in 
to make takeover scenarios happen. We evaluate a prayer from all standpoints for the highest good. And if it is for the highest good and the intention is totally behind it for the person praying, then we can put our shoulders, so to speak, behind it. One of the ways that a person can connect is by reading the raw material and the energy is the frequency is contained within the words that one is reading. It vibrates the whole book to that frequency or the whole audio to that frequency and sends that frequency out to the consciousness of the individual. So this is another way that a person can connect. If one looks at pictures of Winfrey in a state of connection, Sometimes one can see our very light pink color around him. The raw group, which we are also a part of for these calls, we appear with blue-colored orbs with individuals from our group, and we seek to connect and to be available in lectures and talks. We also send and connect those orbs with individuals who are praying. There is a group sync within our group, and this is expressed in the second part of the book, The Reincarnation of Edgar Cayce. When one reads this book, one can feel the energy and can connect with the raw frequencies. We, which includes the section of the raw group and a section of the Elohim group, have merged our energies for the particular purpose of working with this group to increase the frequency that is available to people to make it easier for them to sense the connection. Those are our initial comments on connecting. You may feel us. You may feel the love as a part of ourselves extends to you and experience great love. And when asked, when someone reaches out without a focus. In other words, they just say, God help me. How is it decided on the other side? Who is going to come forth to answer that or assist that? And Ra'an answers, it depends upon the frequency. There are many groups that are assisting. One of the groups is the group of angels that are normally in connection with the heavenly realm, and they may be of the frequency or the inclination or have a specialty that can thus go in and help that individual person. So it is a connection, a synchronicity, and frequencies that connect the individual that is praying 
with the individual or individuals who will thereby help and will appear and surround the individual and make available possible synchronicities or a bridge to things that will help that individual. And I thought that was really kind of exciting to hear. Uh, there's a little bit more to this, but I think time-wise, I'll leave it where it is. Uh, I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. That was a lot of great information. And I'm always so honored that they formed the Raw On combination group specifically for Wynn's work that he's doing. Right, so for us. We right. really we really appreciate their assistance, that's for sure. Because we have our work cut out for us. Now, speaking of that, we are going to get to work next. Now, we usually join Jennifer to address planetary healing next, but she's currently working on healing her own health and is unable to be with us, but we expect that she, she will be back with us soon. So in the meantime, Wynn will include the earthquake and volcanic zones within his guided visualization, which will take place in just a few moments. And of course, he will also direct our focus to many other issues that need our attention. But first, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your personal concerns or requests into the light, always keeping in mind that free will and the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. If you are listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And before I hand things over, let's um, send healing energy to Jennifer so that she can get back to us sooner rather than later. And let's also keep her, uh, let's maintain her practice of putting people into the light. She always puts everyone on our call into the light for healing for whatever their ailment may be or their cancer may be. So all of you here this evening or to a future replay, um, blessings to you. There's a few people who need a little extra boost, and we're going to send that to Cecil and Betty, Tom, Lauren, Monica, Kathleen, Bonnie, and, of course, um, Terry and Wynn. Thank you so much. Unmuted. This is John from Las Vegas. I ask for rain all across the western United States and the southern United States so that all those places who have uh, 
immediate need for rain. Uh, they would be uh, filled, like all of the bars in the southwest, and uh, let's pray for consistent rain. We also ask for thank you. Hi, I would like to... Go ahead, Kathleen. Sorry, go ahead, Bonnie. No, you go. Thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. This is Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont, and I would like to put my son, Andrew Hartig, into the light for healing. Uh, He has been looking like he's sort of shielding in a way that he's not saying that he's not feeling well, but he's showing it and I'm just asking for love light to surround him and invigorate him and give him courage and strength that he may continue his hard work for his loving family and his well-being and that of his beautiful baby my grandson Hugo and his wife newly out of surgery Margaret for her continued healing and um, and faith that all is well and that they are loved and protected and cared for. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Kathleen. Uh, I would like to continue to ask for rain for the Southwest United States and uh, especially here in California where I'm at, where our reservoirs have run dry. And I also would like to continue to send love and light and laughter and hope to the children of the world. And I'm asking for a balance of energies in all the right places, all the right means, all the right measures, just an equilibrium of energy, of all the energies. And also I'd like to send out some healing love light to Jennifer and to Terry Brown and anyone else on the call who needs a little oomph. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Love you guys a lot. Thank you. This is Cecil. I'd like to put my wife Betty in the light for a quick and easy passing. Thank you very much. Tom in San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Rundell, for the document, Terry. Uh, 2,000 mules and the dock rigged, 2020. Thank you. Is there anyone else that wants to put something into the love light for healing before we go to win his visualization? Uh, thank you all. The win. The mic to you. Muted. <clears throat> okay. So we have these invisible forces on our line that have introduced themselves to us. They're still invisible, but they can speak. And they can speak okay. through my partner, Terry Brown, who is now in a rehab home. Otherwise, she'd be on the call. And there are a lot of things happen that convinced me that was very real and that there was a value 
in doing a call like this, where we go through some of the incendiary things that are happening on our planet and ask to bring the energy of the higher realms in for more positive outcomes. So we start out and we surround our planet with this light energy. We're going to act as repeater stations. And we're going to send the energy of love light. I call it that. Some people call it the quantum field. Part of that energy is the Christ consciousness. And we're going to send that to the entire surface of our planet. Lifting everything and everyone where it's possible to be lifted. We don't focus particularly on the humans who are predominantly service to others and making a difference. In small things that they do, and the big ones. We focus on the humans who are service to others. We focus on the children who, and the young people who are still gaining discernment and wisdom. And we ask that that come soon since these are the ones that will take the roles of leadership on our planet. We go to the animals and the pets. The pets who help keep their owners' chakras open, their hearts, particularly dogs. And we send this energy in support of that interaction. We go to the plant life, the trees, the bushes, the grass, and we send this energy to the green part of the plant that faces the sun, like the leaves.
we go to the plant life, the trees, the grass, and the bushes. It picks up this energy from the higher realms, moves it through their plant bodies and their roots into the earth. We go to the rocks, minerals, and crystals that can hold energy very solidly in their matrix. And we just ask that they will do that with this energy we're sending them. We go to the fish and the sea life. We take this energy and move it to the insects who are part of the balance of nature, like the bees. And we send this energy for their perseverance in maintaining presence on this planet. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. And now we move to moving through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And as we've learned, the earth is alive. And it's hosting all of us. And it's just a process, a lot of negativity that happens on our planet. We go through the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in volcanoes, potential volcanoes, and potential earthquakes, and we send them all calm energy. We go back to the surface of the Earth, and we're going to go through the major earthquake zones and put columns of light down in each zone starting with the ring of fire the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean we send this energy down to all those coastlines on the perimeter of the Pacific Ocean, as well as
But what is Excel as well as? <laughs> My mind went blank. <clears throat> oh, as well as the vulnerable islands in the Pacific. We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We send a column of light, hundreds of miles in diameter, big enough to cover any possible earth earthquake or volcano activity. We go to all of those areas that are not on these earthquake zones that are vulnerable. And we ask our sources to help locate them and send this energy. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth has to release stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other vulnerable circumstances on our planet, starting with the coronavirus, its mutations, and any other contagious virus or pathogens that are here now are coming in the future. And we ask to render them harmless. We go to the awareness of humans and ask for increased awareness of humans as to the negative control agendas that are happening on our planet. He asks for the increased awareness of humans to the spiritual intelligence at the higher realms that can respond to requests and help us. We go to droughts and we ask for rain in all of those areas 
where reservoirs are not getting filled up. Animal holes are not getting water. We go to the people who suffer. We ask for the addition of the Christ energy to reach these people so that they have a handhold and a potential that pulls themselves out of their suffering and lift their vibrations. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe. Like benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage. integrity and ethics. We go to those countries and groups that are adversarial with each other. We ask that they can Reconcile nonviolently. We go to interventions and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine, which is toxic, might be transmuted. We bring this energy back to ourselves now. We see the energy flowing through the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the outer energies of planet Earth, and landing on our personal rooftop, where we have an energy filter 
that only lifts positive energy through it. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home. See this energy moving through every cubic foot of our home, clearing any negativity, lifting the vibration, turning our home into a sacred space, uplifting anyone who's in the house with us who is open be uplifted. We see this energy moving down the outside of our house, our outer walls, creating a block to any negativity from other realms getting into our space. We can move this energy through our bodies now. And feel your chakras open. Feel your heart expand. And I thank all those people on BBS for listening. If you'd like to learn more about our work, I re- recommend you go to thespiritchannel.net. The Spirit Channel, one word. We have about 2,000 of our conversations posted, as well as the complete schedule of all our conference calls and their access numbers. We can send this energy to people we care about. Let's take a moment and send it to Terry, who's right now in a rehab home, who has had a great dedication to this work for 20 years. On that note, I'm bringing an end to the verbal part of our call. We're going to leave the lines open on the phone line if you're on the conference call. And you can stay on this and hold this energy as long as you'd like. And 
is here on BBS. Our Monday at 7 o'clock call and our Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time is always live on BBS radio. And if you'd like to attend all of our other calls, or some of them, the schedule is on the spiritchannel.net. So you can check it out. Thank you for being here tonight, and we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.